Vulgar Podcast. As always, it's Elizabeth and Jillian, and we are here to break down all the fabulous pop culture stories of the week and your housewives. Yes, so let's just jump right into it. Let's do it. Um, Last, I guess it was Sunday, was the... MTV Video, Video Music Awards? Sure was. Who even knew that was still a thing? Like, does MTV play me, music videos? Like, I thought you just watched them on Vevo on YouTube. <laughs> they, so. they do play... Well, they don't play music videos. Like, I've never... I haven't seen a music video on MTV in my God. How long? Like, since childhood? Yeah. When like, I wasn't allowed... I. Yeah, when <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch MTV. Yeah. So, yeah, the VMAs, it was interesting. There were a lot of hot mess moments. Um, Katy Perry was our host of the VMAs. Okay. I don't think she did a great job. I don't think she did a horrible job. Yeah, I mean, she's like, I don't see her as like being the hostess with the mostest, for lack of a better, you know, cliche. I think she's just super awkward. I hate her new haircut. I know that has nothing to do with her, her personality or the way she speaks, but her haircut really disturbs me. And it's not that it's short. It's that it's like combed forward on her head. She looks like Justin fucking Bieber. Let's be real here, people. She looks like Justin fucking Bieber. She does look like um, Justin Bieber, and it's not its not a good look for her. So uh, the most awards went to Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. and he was the most nominated as well. That's interesting. Yeah, so. There's... Can't remember the last time I saw a Kendrick Lamar music video. Literally can't either. Miley Cyrus performed her uh, new song. Oh, yeah. I heard that she uh, didn't. Shock and awe. She didn't. She promised her father. Well, yeah. She's now, it's really weird. She's like doing like a throwback vintage look now. Kind of like to an Elvis look. Oh, okay. And like on Instagram, I saw that she posted a picture where she photoshopped herself hugging Elvis. And she's like, bae. And I'm like, no. What? How (laughs) dare you act like if Elvis was alive, he'd be cool with you. You suck. Stop it. That's so weird. Yeah, it's super weird. I don't get it. Like, I mean, I grew up on Elvis movies and Elvis music. My mom is a huge Elvis Presley fan, so I just found it really, like, just super strange. I mean, the whole thing was super strange. I mean, I think that's the VMAs. Well, it really is. Bottom line. Taylor Swift debuted her Look What You Made Me Do video, which... uh, Which I think people have too much goddamn time on their hands. They... they, Yeah, go there because <laughs> they broke that video down about the number of fucking articles that mm-hmm. I've seen in the last week that are like the 37 missing Easter eggs that you didn't catch in the Taylor Swift video. Yeah. And then the next article is like, after that 37, we found 42 more. Here's what we're breaking down. Yeah. They have broken that video down to the bones and it's, it's just too much for me. Like I love the song and I really enjoyed the video. I thought it was, yeah, the video is good. I think the yeah. video is, it's really good, actually. Yeah, I thought she did an excellent job with it. I like the dancing, all that kind of stuff. But when everybody started breaking it down, like, oh, she has eight backup dancers because she had eight uh, men in her life who've done her wrong. And I was just like, I don't know if that's true. Like, I don't think Taylor Swift put that much thought into that. Maybe she did. There, I think there are certain things that were clearly evident like her being in the bathtub with the one dollar bill and right. all the diamonds that right. was clearly like fuck you i won although it seems a little interesting because that just happened so when do they film these music videos like that's very true i mean it must have just happened but but like other ones ones referencing beyonce and kanye and you know some people were like oh by her laying in this bathtub of diamonds she's referencing kim kardashian's burglary and i don't think she was referencing um kim kardashian's burglary and i also don't think that her music video is anything like beyonce's formation video i think that the scene that they're talking about where she's standing with her eight backup dancers and they're all very like stoic and Superman mm. looking. I don't think that's the same thing as Beyonce's. I think Beyonce's formation video was much more about power and being this strong, fierce woman than what Taylor was trying to come across. Yeah, no, I agree. And then I like, you know, my favorite part of the video is the end, clearly, where she's, you know, standing with all her former selves, which there's many, more than I even knew. (laughs) When I saw that, I laughed so hard, and I loved it. I thought it was extremely intelligent on her part, and I thought it was funny. She's, like, making fun of herself. Mm -hmm. I love it. It was perfect. She's super smart. That's why she's so successful. Yeah, although, you know, 
the statement she made about not wanting to be part of the narrative, which she made when Kim Kardashian came out with all her Snapchats of, you know, Kanye's famous video. Mm-hmm. I think Taylor very much likes to be part of the narrative. <laughs> yeah, I... That's true. I mean, it keeps her relevant. It keeps her interesting. Well, exactly. Exactly. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like, you know, Hollywood subscribes to the philosophy that no news is bad news. And right. No press is bad press. So, um... Yeah. Good for you, T-Swift. Um, also, at the VMAs, Fifth Harmony has lost their fifth member. So they decided to kind of do a fuck you to the fifth member. Oh, okay. And they shoved her off the stage. I mean, it wasn't her. It was right. a dancer. And she just flew off the stage in very dramatic fashion. And oh. it was just the four of them. Okay. Yeah, so they said, yes, that was an intentional fuck you. And that they don't need a fifth member to Fifth Harmony anymore. I actually don't care anything about Fifth Harmony. Well, I don't either, but that was a big moment at the VMAs and I, I everybody think I was talking about, about it. That, but yeah. yeah, no, I don't actually care. Yeah, it was. You don't have to go to work, work, work. Yeah. Like, it's not great music. So, let's no, it, I mean, it is not great music. You're absolutely right. And also, they, they did their performance, and I don't think they sounded that great. Like, I was like, this doesn't sounding good to me. Like, you're singing live and it's not working. Aren't they like one of these bands that were put together from a TV show? Yeah, I think it was America's Got Talent, maybe. Yeah. I want to say. I don't know. I, I don't know. No, I definitely think it was they were formed on a TV show for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, not that that's always bad. Obviously, a lot of good has come from that. Like uh, Kelly Clarkson. You know, in One Direction. Mm-hmm. That's but, true. Um, I don't know. Sometimes, it, sometimes you end up like O-Town. So, <laughs> oh, town! Oh my god, <laughs> that's just all there is to say about that. So, that, there, oh, go ahead. So, I was just going to talk about O Town for okay. a second, just throw it back. <laughs> Ashley Angel, didn't he die? Is he dead? No, Ashley Angel is alive. Is he? Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought he died in some awful way. Or is he doing Death porn hopes. now? Or no, something? I think. He's... I feel like that's where he should be. <laughs> like that's that's the national. I think O Town's been you know safe from the like you know qt and uh together die oh god that's right um rich from lfo died like i think o-town's been insulated because they just weren't that relevant yeah they made like one album that was popular yeah yeah liquid dreams great you know great (laughs) message like really what the girls want to hear i know you know we want to talk about guys what dreams that's just what we want to hear about and sing about on the radio exactly let's just talk about all the features that i like and all these un you know like normal people can't aspire to be jennifer love hewitt or (laughs) jennifer lopez or one of the many other people mentioned in the song like yeah let's just talk about that that's what i like in a girl and if you don't got that you're not the star of my liquid dreams anyway oh liquid dreams (laughs) total side note um was there anything else vma worth i don't think so i'm sure people would argue with me but honestly yeah like 12 year olds that are like the BMAs are the most important thing that's ever happened. How dare you say otherwise? Ew. Right. And I just, like you said, it's like for 12 year olds because we are obviously not 12. And um, it just was so boring and just a waste of life, really. I mean, that is why I had nothing to do with it. Didn't yeah. watch it. Didn't even watch a red carpet. Like, didn't care. Yeah, because the red carpet is just like these teeny boppers plastering plastic on them and calling it fashion it's yeah just not no it's thing. absurd um so you know the the biggest most relevant thing to me out of the bmas was obviously the debut of taylor swift's video of course and these days you cannot talk about taylor swift without talking about the kardashians well and there yes. was a, there was a few stories this week that came out of kardashian land well, um one was that kim kardashian and north did this cover shoot for this mm-hmm. magazine where Kim Kardashian is dressed as Jackie O and they're America's first family, apparently. I mean, Talk I don't know that. what's West, the Trumps or the West, to be quite honest with you. Well, honestly. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. The controversy isn't that. The controversy is that apparently, once again, Kim Kardashian has darkened her skin in this photo shoot, mm-hmm. portraying to others that, you know, 
she's more black than she is, which is not at all. She's not black at all. She definitely looked darker. As soon as I saw the pictures, I was like, what in all the fucks? It's- and her, like, the skin around her eyes looks super light. It was very, like, Donald Trump-esque. Like, yeah. where he's orange and then white around the eyes. Mm-hmm. That's what this picture of Kim Kardashian looked like to me. Yeah, and also, okay, let's... Let's just talk about her body in these, you know, Chanel suits and shit where she's trying to look classy. She looked fucking terrible. You are not a Jackie O. No. Y- you are not this uh, this iconic woman that Jackie O is. Like, it, it just, oh, God, it was terrible. And I don't, why did they make her look black? Why did they blackface her, essentially? Because her whole family's black. So, like... It's so stupid. I just don't understand that. And I wish that more people would have been upset by it. Because I feel like people were like, oh. But, like, just because she's Armenian doesn't mean it's okay to put on blackface. Yeah. Like, if she's a tanaholic, which she is, and is, like, naturally photographing super dark, that's on her bro. Right. But that was makeup. Clearly makeup. Like, she looked almost as dark as North did. Oh, no. She absolutely did. And North actually has... She's she's actually black. Yes. North North has the black father. Yes. So that um, you know, was the main controversy of the week. I think mm-hmm. through that story though, it came out that Kim said that North doesn't like Saint and it's not <laughs> a phase, it's not going away, they just hate each other. And I'm like, calm down. Saint is a baby. Yeah, I was like Saint is like one. Is he one? It's, I think he might be one. And North is what, five, six? Five. I don't think she's six. Maybe five. Yeah. Maybe four or five. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she obviously, that's normal. That's normal. I'm a big sister of a younger brother, mm-hmm. like similar age difference. And until we were like teenagers, we literally ripped each other to shreds. Yeah, like, that's so. We did not want to be around each other. We physically fought. Like, it is clearly. A face. Yeah, it's just a thing. It's not like they're, like, what would make them actually hate each other? First of all, they're children. Second of all, they have bad blood. Are you telling me that they had a discussion? They have beef. (laughs) They had a discussion one day, and Saint was like, you're a stupid cunt. And North was like, oh, no, you didn't. Like, they have beef. Apparently. They have some real-life beef. I mean, when you're you're holding baby Birkins, like, you know, life is hard. It is really hard. Maybe Saint wanted a baby Birkin and mom was like, no, no. like you're not old enough yet. We'll get you a baby Birkin when it's time. And he was like this bitch. And then they just sure. spiraled. I mean, yeah. Birkins, they're fighting. That's what I'm saying. They're fighting over Birkins. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> Champagne problems once again. Oh, Lord. So unless you've been sleeping under a rock this week, though, you um, know that the people of Houston have literally been under feet and feet and feet of water and it's real humanitarian issue, real, like, just natural disaster. Life and death situation. Real awful, like, 40-something people have died, and that's, like, just the beginning. And Homes are... Thousands of people yeah. have lost their homes. Right. A real, real tragic situation. Um, people are stepping up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we had Charlottesville a couple weeks ago where America was just, like, more divided than ever. Right. And then Harvey hits, and you see that... We all can get along and we all can come together Which and is do so good refreshing. for these people. It yeah. really is. Like, for like four or five days straight, there was not a story about race tension or Russia or mm-hmm. whatever. Exactly. It was all about, like, look at these people. These people need help. Look at these people helping these people. Exactly. I mean, it's great. So, a lot of celebrities have been getting in on the game. Um, The first real story that came out about a major donation by celebrities was from the Kardashian-Jenner clan. Right. Which, between the 18 or 30 of them, however many there are at this point, uh, they donated $500,000. And that's like, okay, that's, I mean, $500,000 is nothing to sniff at. Absolutely. Right. And then the next person comes out, and that's Sandra Bullock, and she's donated a million. Million. Leonardo DiCaprio donated a million. million. Mm -hmm. Like, all of these people who are just individual people not like small nba teams right donated a million dollars and then you're like really like kylie jenner's a billionaire well right they could each afford to donate a million dollars and it would not even make their bank account yeah i think each of them even the ones that make the least which i think is like courtney like make well over like 50 million dollars a year yeah donate it like calm down it's like 
you could donate, like, you could not buy the Rolls Royce that day and just <laughs> donate that money. Yeah, don't buy uh, Saint the Birkin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem, Elizabeth. Come on now. <laughs> that's true. So I think that was, like, uh, very silly. Very, like, I don't know. I just felt like they could have done more. They absolutely could have done more. They're stupid. Just another reason they're ridiculous. One of many. One yeah, of with, many. I mean, there's a, there's a litany of reasons. Um, speaking of Texas, uh, another controversy came out surrounding Melania Trump this week. Oh, yes. Uh, she boarded the, ta- <laughs> the plane to Houston wearing six-inch stilettos. They who were, fucking who? Well, th- they were beautiful shoes, I will say. They were. They looked great <laughs> on her. Yeah, she, she looked chic as fuck. Um, I know people... Honestly, she could have been wearing, like, Adidas sneakers and then be like, how dare she wear $80 sneakers to the hurricane? Calm down. It doesn't matter what she's wearing. Right. Or they would have been like, she's not actually going in and pulling people out. So, like, she doesn't need to wear sneakers. Like, why is she wearing sneakers? Like, it's a lose-lose because she is who she is. She's Melania Trump. Well, exactly. And Michelle Obama wore heels to Houston. It wouldn't have been a deal. No, they'd be talking about how amazing she looked. Yeah. So, I get it. People hate her because of who her husband is and what he stands for, et cetera, et cetera. But, guys, just calm, calm the fuck down. Let's talk about real shit. Like, the heels were gorgeous. Can we talk about that? People <laughs> just want to be angry all the time. That's a like, good point. Like, they find shit to be angry of that no one has ever thought of. That's Case a, in point, yeah. there was a story that came out about this deleted scene from The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, my God. So, the scene is Anne Hathaway and Emily Blunt, and they're standing around with, you know, Miranda at this party, talking to someone. Miranda's drunk husband comes in. He's very embarrassing. He's very belittling. Anne Hathaway diffuses the situation, and you kind of can see that, you know, Miranda, Meryl Streep, is embarrassed by the situation. And people said, if that was in the movie, it would have changed the whole movie for me because she's a strong woman. She can't be embarrassed by this. This was not how this would have been handled. That's the most stupid thing I've ever heard because you can be a strong woman who is leading the Vogue empire and be commanding and the boss bitch and still be embarrassed by a drunken, stupid asshole husband. That doesn't... Absolutely. Like, people are human. Like... I get in the movie they tried to dehumanize her. She's like a robot of Vogue and she's right. an awful person. But I just don't think that would have changed the movie for me. Honestly, I think it would have like done more to support the fact that like through towards the end of the movie they start they start humanizing her. They do. She's got problems, she's a human, and even though she's got these problems, she still ends up being a mega bitch and that's right. kind of the point. Right. But it humanizes millions of people can identify with like having been embarrassed by their significant other. Like, come on. And also in the film, they have a scene where Anne Hathaway is bringing the mock-up of the Mm -hmm. magazine to Miranda's house. She walks in, sees them fighting. Obviously Miranda's embarrassed because she's fighting with her husband. That didn't make me change my opinion that Miranda was an Uber bitch. Right. So I don't understand what people are talking about, but that's just a perfect example of, People finding things to be mad at. No, it's true. Because, like, you're digging up this, like, you know, almost 10-year-old movie now. And you're like, oh, my God, this deleted scene changes everything. How awful. How could they even, you know, film such garbage? Like, come on. Just give it time. They'll remake it, you know? (laughs) That's also true. (laughs) They'll verbatim use the same script and just get different actors. Well, and so another issue that caused a lot of anger and tension and debate was this Corinne DeMario situation from Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, my God. This week, they're hanging out in West Hollywood together, kissing on each other, like, being friendly. Like, this was such an obscene situation. Mm-hmm. Like, how... I don't even understand, because it started with, like, the, they saw the rape, and then Corinne was like, I don't even know what happened. I feel so violated. I'm hiring an attorney, and now they're BFFs? Yeah, so what had happened, because they, I watch... Obviously, I watch Bachelor in Paradise, and... Um, the last hour of the show is like after the rose with Corinne and Demario. Um, and Corinne did talk about how she said that she was the victim, that she didn't mean she was an actual rape victim, that she meant that she was a victim of the media. But I don't mm. believe that shit at all. I think that some, they were both really drunk the day that this, 
supposed incident took right, place. Right. Super drunk. Right. You see them in the pool making out. You see them doing shots. You see them being very flirtatious, very into one another. And then they go into a road ceremony. We don't know who originally said something happened. This quote-unquote rape happened. They don't show that. So when they t- said, we're going to talk about it. We're going to break this down. They don't break it down for you. Even the other contestants or cast members, whatever you want to call them, said they don't know what happened. Corinne was super drunk. She was blacked out. They looked at the video. No rape occurred. So I don't even know where this rumor started. Like, where's the genesis? I want to know. Because where did it come from? Who said she was limp? He pulled her body out of the hot tub. Like, where did this come from? This is a very specific story. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And the story itself, the way it was told, if those are the facts, they still sound like suspicious to me. Absolutely. And also, you're blacked out drunk. You don't remember what happened. You hear this story. So, like, if I were to, like, hey, Jillian, you were you were blacked out drunk. You don't remember. Let me tell you what happened. You're going to you're gonna question if that happened. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I think that Corinne was doing, you know, she was backpedaling. But her and Demario are besties, and the whole cast are besties with Corinne and Demario. So, they act like nothing happened. I follow them all on Snap and Insta. And, yeah, like you said, they were in West Hollywood making out, kissing. And I'm pretty sure... Corinne was drunk again. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. No one learns lessons from sketchy behavior. Come on now. It just doesn't make for good TV. That's so true. And I can't help but feel like this was just a huge publicity stunt on ABC's part because nothing happened. Nothing. They, They don't even, they're not showing the video. Because I'm sure there wasn't even a video of them to show. Jesus. So I do think it was a publicity stunt. They had it absolutely could be. It certainly did draw attention of people that hell yes and don't watch. I don't watch. And exactly. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And then they put the show on hiatus for two weeks. So they were building momentum and all that stuff. So I just feel like they use these people for a publicity stunt, and I'm sick of talking about it because yeah, it's agree. stupid and it's nothing and. Bachelor in Paradise is finally picking up its speed and getting dramatic, which is what I love. I am happy for you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, So lastly, on the pop culture front, um, news broke this week that they are making a Joker Harley Quinn spinoff of Suicide Squad. Which uh, I'm so excited about because love Harley Quinn. I love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Jared Leto as the Joker was awesome. Like... They, their chemistry they have and the relationship they cultivated for the film, so good. I loved it. I love Suicide Squad. I just like that you really went deep <laughs> on Suicide Squad. The I, relationship they cultivated <laughs> for the film. I, I love Suicide Squad. Like, I watched it. Entertaining as shit. No, it's. Terrible movie. No, no, no. It's so entertaining. <laughs> like, I didn't see it in the theater. I watched it on um, HBO one night and I was like, this movie's fucking fantastic. Like, no wonder everyone's talking about it. And. I just thought it was super entertaining and it's super cheesy, but it reminds me of the Batman movies that I grew up with, like Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminded me of. And that's why I loved it. it but it was so new as a different twist on it. Love the character of Harley Quinn. Love her. And I love the Joker that they made Jared yeah, Leto. Right, right, right. So I'm thrilled. And I shared this on my boyfriend's wall because he also is obsessed with Suicide Squad. And I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. But then we heard Leonardo DiCaprio is supposed to play the Joker. Yeah, which doesn't even a little bit make sense to me. No, why wouldn't they have Jared Leto do it? Jared Leto and Harley Quinn's, like I said, their chemistry, the relationship they created for the show was so good. It was perfect. Yeah. It, it was awesome. And while everybody who knows me knows I love me some Leonardo DiCaprio. It's true. It's I mean, true. I could vouch for that. He is my celebrity pass. But no, he just, I mean... I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio could commit to any role, but once you've already seen someone do such a great job in a role, why would you want to see someone else play that part? And I I don't even think it's that, because it's not like he's doing, like, the dramatic Heath Ledger Joker. Right. The Jared Leto Joker is, like, a caricature of the Joker. You're right. It's more cheesy. Like you said, exactly. It goes back to, you know, Michael Keaton. Yes. And, and, you know, Jack Nicholson. Like, the -the over-the-top, silly. right kind of feel to it right it's not the you know christian bale batman series so no exactly leonardo dicaprio seems like 
a strange choice other than like i can only think that they're like building off the wolf of wall street chemistry with him and margot robbie I didn't think about that, but even then, I think it's such a different dynamic. And I, oh yeah, absolutely. And also, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's not like he's one of these guys who does romantic comedies, who does uh, comedy movies. I don't know what you're talking about. I saw Titanic. I mean, come on, Aww, funny Titanic. and touching. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to cry now. Um, but honestly, you think about his career and since Growing Pains, he's done nothing casual. No. Every film is it's dramatic. intense, mm-hmm. dramatic. It hits you to your heart. It makes you go, holy shit. So him playing this part would be such a departure from anything he's doing. Well, right, because even the lighter films he's done have still been like dramatic, like Wolf of Wall Street right. or like Catch Me If You Can. Exactly. And those, I mean, those films... They're directed by powerhouse directors. Spielberg, Scorsese. These are not like fucking Cohen brother. Right, right. So it's just very strange to me. And I don't want to see him play the Joker. I would agree with that 100%. So hopefully us, you people. all agree. Hollywood, well. hear us. Call, 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 call Hollywood. Whoever, whoever you have to call. Whatever studio that comes out of. I think it's Warner Brothers. Call Warner Brothers. Done. Call the Warner Brothers. They're deceased, but, you know, they might still have some pull. I mean, they could. We'll get out a Ouija board. Like, it's what we need to do. Done. So in Real Housewives news, it was actually a big kind of week. There was mm-hmm. a lot of stories that came out of the Real Housewives universe. Um, first one is that Tamara Judge has skin cancer. Right, on her ass. She has one little melanoma freckle on her butt cheek which she decided to display in a picture she posted to instagram where she's wearing a backwards trucker hat she's got makeup on she's She's got her daisy dukes pulled up to show you this is the face of cancer it's a very dramatic post too it really was and she talks about how god has different plans for her so i don't want to diminish that she does have cancer on her butt absolutely it's not pleasant it's not a good thing but you are not the face of cancer no. Like, first of all, let's be real. When you catch melanoma early enough, mm-hmm. skin cancer is... Treatable. Super treatable. It's yeah. nothing more than a lancing and, you know, Thank keeping God, an yeah. eye on it. Exactly. And also, when you think about children on those St. Jude commercials where they're bald, they have no eyebrows, eyelashes, they're barely living, that's the face of cancer. You see adults of all ages who are struggling to live. That's the face of cancer. Not your glam squad up face, your perfectly coiffed hair, your cute little outfit, and that ugly ass trucker hat you need to get rid of. That's not the face of cancer. Well, and then Kat Sadler from E! News, like essentially said that right. on, on E! News. And, and it sparked a world of backlash from Tamara Judge herself. Of like, course it did. Calling her disgusting and you want to see my hospital pictures, they'll be up too, and I will have makeup on. Um, Like, if you can even think about a retort about makeup in your cancer post, yeah, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, I've spent a week in the hospital because I had a kidney infection. Never once thought about makeup. Yeah, no, it's, I mean... It's just Your mind would, it's other places when you're that ill. That's what I'm saying. And I just think that, like, she's looking for sympathy. She's looking for more attention. And like I said, not to diminish that she actually had skin cancer. I understand. It's not pleasant. But don't, and also for her to be like, I was going to compete in the body competition that I did last year that you saw in the OC, but God has other plans for me. You're clearly fine. I see your your That's what I didn't understand about her Insta at all. Like, she, last night, was posting all these, like, pre-50th birthday pictures in her bikini. And she's drinking alcohol, which everyone knows that if you have cancer, you do not drink alcohol because that's poison for your body. Right, the sugar, the cancer feeds on the sugar. Exactly. So, she's... In her bikini, she's looking fine. So I just think that if she were to have talked about it in a different way, it would have been taken a different way. Yeah. And I... I I think she was overly dramatic. Yes. Which, again, like you said, we're not diminishing the fact that this is cancer. Right. Regardless. Like, it's... Treat it... Right. We're glad you're doing that well. Right. But treat it with appropriate drama, not this overblown, like, I have stage four you know, renal failure because I have liver and kidney cancer well, and I'm exactly. dying and I'm on hospice. Exactly. that's the way the post came across to me. Exactly. And I feel like people who have lost loved ones, like, 
you've lost your mother to cancer. I would have found that offensive. Like, I was offended, and I'm, because I loved your mom. So it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it was just kind of like, eh, no. Exactly. So, Tamara, get your shit together. Um, also, this week was a Watch What Happens Live special with Luann, whatever her <laughs> what? last name might be these days. Is De it, Lesseps, is it back to that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the takeaway, I didn't watch it, you watched it, but before, like, before it aired, there was, like, this little clip that played where it says, like, the final straw in their marriage was the weekend before the reunion. Right, where, uh, he called up his girlfriend, or his, his I'm sure she was his girlfriend, his His ex-girlfriend, and they went out for drinks, and apparently that just pushed her over the edge. Not the pictures of him making out with another woman before the marriage, not him de-miking, um on camera to mm-hmm. say the quote-unquote mm-hmm. real story. Not that all the girls came to her with other stories, but the fact that he called an ex-girlfriend in front of her and went out and hung out with her. That was the final straw. Yeah, and then, oh, actually, the other thing that I didn't write down that I also took away from the clip, the clip was like a minute and a half long, uh-huh. was that she literally grabbed him by the face at some point because Andy asked, oh, yeah, I that's heard right. that there was like a physical altercation, and she's like, oh, well, I just grabbed him by the face. Yeah, she said she was so mad she and she needed to get his attention. Mm-hmm. So I'm not for um, touching people in heated moments. Uh, we've had this discussion about Peggy. I'm just right. not for it. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. Don't be touching people when you're fighting. It's just not okay yeah. for me. Um, but yeah, it just was, it was really boring actually because she was just like, we still have love for each other. Which is absurd. This woman is absurd. She is absurd. She literally needs to just like shut the fuck up. She does. We're still friends. We tried so hard. We just tried so hard. Like no one believes anything you're saying. No, I want to know. Shut up. Exactly. So it was just a stupid waste of time. And I feel like Andy, he was just like, mm, really, really. Yeah. So it just was stupid. Also, I think, I feel like she was wearing like a tennis dress. Yeah. I said, yeah. Yeah. That's I what I got from it. And it was I super casual. It was like in the Hamptons. Yeah. Which is fine. I get that it's super casual. But why are you wearing a tennis dress? I'm wearing a tennis dress if I'm playing tennis. Not Luann. Because she's always ready for a tennis game. Well, not me. Sorry. Um, also in the news this week, Lisa Vanderpump is opening a new restaurant with the uh, Vanderpump Rule Stars. Yes. I wonder how successful that will be. I mean, are they going to record it like they do? Oh, I'm sure. So why? It's the same thing. Why do we need... It's the same thing. You're exactly right. I just don't need another... Well, first of all, we don't watch Vanderpump Rules. Um, So I don't need another Vanderpump Rules. Well, you know what I actually thought was interesting? And I just thought of this today. So I, again, didn't write it down. But I heard this preview for the Jackson Brittany show that's on Bravo. Uh Where he goes to Um, her hometown. Yeah. And she's... They're raising some money for some fundraiser. I don't know. I was in the other room, but mm-hmm. I could hear the, the preview. And um, Jack's like, I'm going to match all these funds, like $60,000 if you raise it. I have gone to pump and not while they're filming. And <laughs> Jack's attending bar. Well, like how much money does he possibly have? He can't have that much because I do know that he gets money for filming the show. But. How much money is that? Like $500,000? Yeah, I don't know what their ep- per episode salaries are. I'm sure the first year it was like nothing. And I meant Sir, not Pump. Because right. I haven't been to Pump. Right. But, um, I, I mean, this was like season three. And yeah. he's tending bar. Like, you'd think he's that that would be, full, like, he wouldn't do that when they're not filming. Well, exactly. And he's still living in an apartment in Los Angeles. Not that Los Angeles is so cheap where you could just go out and buy a right. house or anything. Right. But yeah, it's, it's very suspect. I don't get it. I don't, so. I also do not trust him that he's going to match these funds. Yeah, I don't. Even if he Jack has, doesn't seem trustworthy to me. No. I don't know him. I don't know. Like you said, we don't really watch the show. Right. So he doesn't seem like a trustworthy kind of guy to me. But no. who well, knows? Who knows? Maybe he's really nice. Who knows? Um, I also saw that Peter Thomas of Real Housewives of Atlanta, Cynthia <clears throat> Bailey's ex-husband, is now going to get his own spinoff show on Bravo. I don't see that being very successful, but then again, the you know might be making a cer- third season of Potomac. So, well, so I it, it it depends what it is. So that there was no details associated with the article. It's just kind of like he's this mm-hmm. is in the works. They have this spinoff show, and it hasn't aired yet, but it's filmed of Southern Charm, where it's called like. I don't know. It's something about Shep and relationships. And mm-hmm. he's going out to find a relationship. 
Well, so it's kind of like a search for love for Shep, and all these people are hooking him up. If that's the kind of thing it is going to be for Peter, I cannot see that being successful. No, and maybe you should keep your dick in your pants, and you could be with Cynthia Bailey. Yeah, well, that's true, too. If it's more like what's going on at his, like, like a Vanderpump Rules type spinoff, maybe. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of drama in all of his businesses, so that could be interesting. It could be, but I just don't have respect for him anymore after I heard what he did to our girl, Cynthia. For real, though. For yes. reals, Peter Thomas. Yeah. Um, Yolanda is coming out with a book about mm-hmm. her struggle with Lyme disease. Right. Um, the big revelation from the book is that during this struggle with Lyme disease, she considered suicide. I mean, that's that's intense and it's really sad. And if she really did consider suicide, I'm very sorry for her because that's, that's dark and deep and I feel badly for her. But, I mean, she seems really great right now. I just feel like there's still a lot of questions that need to be answered. Like, she how do you go from deathbed to not deathbed, like, day every day? Like, like uh-huh. they've discussed on Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. Like, different Instagram posts every day. One day I've got an IV in my arm and I can't move. The next day I'm, like, frolicking through dandelions. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but. Right. Like, I, I, I don't understand. Because it literally seems as soon as she honestly split up from David Foster, she was like, boop, better. I'm good. Maybe it was him. Maybe he was. Maybe he's poisoning her. Um, dun, dun, dun. I think she needs to have a sit down with Andy. That would be far more interesting than, than Luann. Yeah. Oh my God, for sure. So let's make that happen, Andy. Um, Lisa Renna is returning to Days of Our Lives next year. So, you know, it seems like Eileen also returned to Days of Our Lives this year. And that's why she didn't come back to Beverly Hills. Um, maybe we'll lose Renna. Which I don't wouldn't know. be the worst thing because she just says random shit. You had coke in your house. What? You're just making up shit to stay interesting. So go make up shit on a show where it's acceptable to say things like that. Yes, agreed. And then the last news came out last night. Uh, Shannon Bedore was taking oh, her Lord. daughter to a driving test yesterday, apparently. And somehow <laughs> they're parked at the DMV. They're getting ready to walk in starts gushing blood from her nose and her eyes. That's so gross and weird. Like, like I mean, you and I have discussed, I had to have surgery to have the blood vessels in my nose tied off because I got so many bloody noses. I've gone to the emergency room for bloody noses. But never once has there ever been blood that came from my eye. Yeah, I... And then like, what's and happening? And then they explained it away. Oh, she's fine. It was just really dry outside because it's really hot in, in Southern California right now. And from I'm your like, eyes, from your eyes. That's what I'm saying. No, she needs to go to real doctor. Stop going to Dr. Moon. Stop rubbing crystals on your eyes and your body and stop doing <laughs> colonics and all that shit. Go see a real doctor so your eyes don't bleed. That's what I'm saying. That's not normal. I've never once seen that. That's very like end of days, like you're yeah. possessed. It reminds me of, like, all those, like, exorcism horror films. When uh, blood shooting out of your eyes. And it, like, reminds me of, like, fucking Donald Trump talking about Megyn Kelly. How she's bleeding everywhere. Bleeding out of the eyes. I was like, is this a prophecy? Like, I don't understand. Because I didn't think that was a real thing. I didn't think it was either. Unless you're on, like, blood thinners and you're, like, took too many and you're bleeding out. That's disgusting. Like, enough. but not from just it being dry. You're not going to bleed from your eyes. Yeah, like, what? Something else is going on. I don't know. Just like her waking. Something else Something is going else. on is going on so uh speaking of oc let's just turn into it the episode is called run for your wife oh yes um it starts out where everyone is working out yeah they just show scenes of everyone working out i'm not liking this new format where it's just like random clip clip yeah clip clip. like dorinda clip 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 clip, clip, clip. yeah that's what it is it's just like it's like they can't get the cast to hang out together so Mm -hmm. they just show like Five-second clips of them doing different things, but yeah. the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So um, Lydia and Tamara and their spouses and David are all prepping for the Spartan race. Right. Which, which looks, sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, it looks awful. Like, why in the fuck? Yeah, why is that a thing? You're crawling through mud. You're crawling up spikes. You're running over fire. It's very strange. It's very strange. Um, they kind of focus more in on Tamara and Eddie mm-hmm. and... They're rehashing. It's our favorite word. It's the word of the decade with the housewives here because, like, come on. Like, they just are constantly rehashing. Well, they are. And you know how they played, like, this is what happened last week. Just Mm -hmm. watch that. And then you don't have to do the rehashing. 
So Tamara's rehashing with Eddie about all of the, the previous night's event um, with her little tift with Peggy. Mm-hmm. And um, T- Tamara's just like talking and bitching and Eddie's like, you don't need to attack people for their shit face. Like mm-hmm. Eddie's being a typical man, like every goddamn man in the world that just wants to resolve the problem. Right. He, this is why you need to call a girlfriend and complain because they will commiserate with you. The man will try to fix it. Yeah. Like it's, it's stupid. So, like, it. I feel like that was a waste of a scene. Mm-hmm. Then you go to Shannon and uh, Peggy go to lunch. Oh, yes. And uh, they, they, Shannon is like, oh, well, I'll drink if you drink. Like, does Shannon really need to drink, though? Like, No, she doesn't problem. need to drink. And she's like, I want vodka with just a splash of soda or sparkling water, whatever. Really? No. You just have the water. Like, Shannon's got some issues. Oh, for sure. Like, they're not just Vicky. Come on. Like, No, yeah. I mean, Vicky obviously is crazy and evil, but it's not just Vicky. No, not at all. So, at this lunch, they rehash the same fucking argument that Eddie and Tamara just rehashed. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's all we can do. Um, Peggy explains to Shannon that she's friends with Vicky because of this kindness that Vicky showed at Lydia's son's birthday party. Which is such bullshit. You have cancer. I'm here for you on every... Like, she just met her. We talked about it then. It's fucking weird. It is... Not kindness. It is weird. And I would not think of that as kindness coming from someone I just met. And so that leads Shannon and and Peggy to discuss, you know, her double mastectomy Mm -hmm. and her negative... Her being negative for the BRCA gene. And that she had an MRI and they didn't find anything. It really makes it seem like she didn't have any issues. Yeah. Or any indication of cancer. And then she came out with an Instagram post later that totally contradicted everything she personally had said on the show. Yeah. And it still makes no sense that Instagram post. um, I don't know what happened. I don't understand. I just don't get it. It's so confusing to me. I don't get it. Like, I understand your mom died of breast cancer, but is it because it was just a weird fluke for your mom and you don't have any other family history of cancer because you don't have the gene? So I'm just curious. I'm really curious what's going on there. The Instagram said she had cancer, said there was a mass. Oh, that's right. the mass had to be removed. That's right. But she said nothing of this on the show. Yeah, I don't know. She's making herself look like a goddamn moron. She really is. And she's just, she's putting her, I just don't like her. I, I... You know, I started on the Peggy train you did. and I jumped off like a hobo trying to escape the police. Like, I cannot. Well, honestly, because she just went down here. She spiraled quick. <laughs> really quick. Like, unusually quick. And also, I'm tired of her pretending she doesn't know. Uh, English? Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't know these things. Like, last week it was beat a dead horse. This yeah. week it was something else. Okay, your husband is also an immigrant. He knows the same amount of English as you. I feel like she's playing dumb. I feel like she thinks it's cute to pretend that she doesn't know what some of these things are. And what you're referring to is when she had lunch with Deco and he said out of left field. Right. And she's like, I don't know what this means. Yes, you do. You speak perfect English. Okay. I understand there's probably some things, but if your husband who knows the exact same amount of English you do, you guys came over at the same time, et cetera, et cetera, give me a break. And she's acting like this is the first time she hears anyone say these things. You've been with this man for over 20 years. This is the first time he's ever said to you out of left field. Right. Right. That's a good point. I didn't even think about it like that. I just don't think that that's the first time he's ever said it to you. Also at the lunch, she wanted him to pretend to be a butterfly. Yeah, that was like next level. I, that I was don't. weird. And she made the waitress uncomfortable. And it's like she wanted to make the waitress uncomfortable. I don't like that. Why? Yeah, she's like, oh, his friend does it. But when he's not around, I have Dico do it. Yeah, it's really weird. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, Yeah, it was bizarre. She's she's just not someone I'm enjoying. Um, Vicky's got the grandkids at her house teaching them how to swim. Mm-hmm. One of them just stands there and is pissing. And they just, like, let him. They're just like, okay, you just, you just take your time. But that's really normal for kids to do. I mean, but, like, at what point do you start actually actively potty training a child? So, how old is he? He's two? No, he's older. He's, I think he's three. So, boys take longer to potty train, in my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and just from what other people have told me who have boys. But it's really normal. That's so normal for kids to do that. But, like... That's my question is like, when do you start potty training? That kid's obviously old enough to comprehend well, he that knows. there might be a bathroom involved here. I mean, he should have been like, mommy, I have to go pee. 
that's what I'm wondering. It was just like, I'm not saying like whatever, let him pee if he's peeing. I'm not saying freak right. out. Right? No, no, like, no, no. I got. I know. What I, you're I was just confused. Um, I mean, yeah, Lola never wore swim diapers. Like she always told me she had to pee. So I really don't know. She's an advanced specimen of a child, though. So my child is. I'm very proud, guys. Very proud. <laughs> um. Again, Vicky's rehashing everything with Brianna. Brianna's like, there's a lot of ingredients in this shit recipe. Just get over it. Like, she doesn't yeah. want to hear it anymore. She doesn't. She does not Vicky's care. Vicky's like groaning it. on and uh-huh. on and on. And, and she on. forgets their fucking food that she ordered. Yeah, I know. It's that bizarre. Would've, that would have pissed me off. It would have pissed me off too. I'd be like, what are we eating? Oh, no. I just la- listened to you drone on for an hour and I don't get food out of it. Great. Yeah, it's Great. very strange. Um, Megan is doing a photo shoot because she's back in, in the modeling game. She's in it to win it, guys. This whole scene where she's talking about how she doesn't want to just be a mom, which I find to be really offensive because you're not just a mom. When you're a mom, you're fucking everything. Don't, Correct. Don't just say just a mom. You can say, I want more. I get that. It's important for women to be... be Identify as more. Right. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the word just because it yeah. diminishes it. Also, like she acts like she doesn't know. And this happens a lot with people too. They think having a baby is no big deal. Like I just don't understand. They think they're not going to be tired. They're not going to be up all night. They're not feeding this baby. Because she's like, all I do is feed this baby and change and talk about a baby. Yes, that's what happens for like the first year of your baby's life. You Seems reasonable to me. You no Sounds long, awful. Yeah. <laughs> You no longer exist. You are literally just there for that baby. No one cares about you anymore. They just want to see the baby. And you're exhausted. You're tired. It takes a year for women to get their body back. This Not is, Megan. Well. She's real, real, real on point about that. She does like talking about that. But the way she was talking about motherhood and just that it was like a surprise to her how hard it was. Correct. And she also, I mean, just everything about this was so disingenuous to me. Like, her breastfeeding while everyone's around, I think, was more of just trying to be, like, the cool mom that's, or, like, you know, it's yeah. cool right now to do that. Right. To, like, pop out the put boob. out your breastfeeding in mm-hmm. front of people. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Do what you're going to do. But, like, these people that are like, I am now breastfeeding. Everyone look. I know. And if you look away, you are a disgusting human being. Like, I don't, I, I don't need that. Yeah. And she also brought her dog, girly girl, to the photo. Like, why? And she's fishing for fucking compliments. How does my body look, though? Yeah. Does it look different? Do I look more womanly? Do I look like... Calm down. It was like... I don't know. It was fucking bizarre. I think she she's having um, a little bit of a, an identity crisis. Like, she's just had, Clearly. This, had this baby. Mm-hmm. People don't care about her. They Like I said, they care about the baby. When you have a baby, no one cares about you. They yeah. want to see the baby. They want to talk about the baby. That's just how it is. A baby's in the room. No one else is talking about anything else. No, that's totally true. Um, meanwhile, Kelly and Vicky are shopping at a jewelry store and having their auras checked. This was, those are things that go hand in hand. But it's so weird. Like they, so I was, okay, so my family is superstitious and, you know, believes in seeing auras. Like my grandma, my great grandma, actually, my mom always told me could see auras. So this is something I grew up with. But you can't read it with technology. It's like something, like if you're psychic. Like, if you believe right. you're psychic. So, like, right. seeing auras, it's, like, something you're born with. And it's not something you can get or hone. It's just something you have. You're wrong. You're <laughs> wrong. I saw it. I saw this little fucking thing you put on your hand, and it glows green or orange or red or whatever the fuck yeah. your aura is looking like today. Which I find to be extremely weird. That's not a thing. Well, you know, Vicky agrees with you. Vicky only believes in Jesus, so. Oh, yeah. She only believes in fucking Jesus. And I also find that to be really obnoxious because why can't Jesus be many things? People say God is in everything. So if you believe in God, why can't he be in everything? Why can't he be in a crystal if that's what you want to believe? That's also a good question. I don't care what you believe. Just be a good person. Like, don't go around saying you have to only believe in Jesus. No, you don't. Yes. Just be a good person. Agreed. So Kelly's aura says she can't communicate from the heart. I think she does plenty of communicating from the heart. And her heart is full of hatred. It is. And it's a (laughs) black, dark place. Um, Vicky is happy and has good energy. So now she believes in auras again. But she's neither happy nor has good energy. Yeah, like, fuck that. What are you talking about? She has none of those things. Yeah, like, it's like in... I I don't know. It was a waste. Like, come on. Like, and Vicky's talking about how no one likes Shannon Bedore. 
And this is like the good energy she's bringing. No one likes Shannon. Shannon drank the Kool-Aid. Tamara's the manipulator. Blah, blah, blah. I just don't see that. I see that Shannon really hates Vicky and that has nothing to do with Tamara. Right. Well, right. And there's like, I don't know. These girls act like you're not allowed to have other friends. And right. it's normal if you have like a close friend when they hang out with someone else to like get jealous or uh-huh. upset or bothered by it. That's totally normal. That's uh-huh. just being your girl. Right. But these women literally take it to, like, fifth grade levels. Yeah, like... Like, if, if you are friends with her, you cannot be friends exa- with me. Uh-huh. We will not sit at the same lunch table. No, you're absolutely right. And the, the, you're absolutely right. It's, like, junior high shit. Um, later that day, or what we believe is later that day, because God only knows in housewife time. You never know. Um, Shannon, David, Eddie, and Tamara go to Din Din. <sighs> Yummy food. Um, they get a magical lobster appetizer. David and... <laughs> they do it. Really, I'm really hungry now that you mention it. Yeah, uh, right? um, I know. I was thinking about that too. <laughs> David and Shannon have no chemistry whatsoever. Oh, like, that was whatsoever. So, it's it was so, so awkward. awkward. Yeah, and then like when she was like, "All he does is work out. That's all he does." He and I refuse to go to the Spartan because I refuse to support it. I was like, "He's not going to a crack house. He's going to the Spartan race." And while that's not my thing, you could still go to support him. Well, honestly, though, like. The amount she describes him working out, he's clearly working out to avoid you. Yeah, well... Uh, he already yeah. tried cheating. Yeah. That didn't fucking work. So to keep it in his pants, he's just fucking hitting the gym. Yeah, and I mean, like Tamara said, he could be doing so many worse things. Absolutely. And so they're like, why don't you join him? I don't necessarily think that Shannon has to join him. Like run the race. Right. Right. Um, or work out with him because I get it. Some people like to work out alone. Some people, they hate working out. Right. So it's it's a whole thing. I get that. But I, th- I think this is just the tip of the iceberg for their marriage and they have deeper issues. So that's what they need to work on, not the workout thing. Yeah, the no. working out is just a symptom of what's happening. Agreed. Completely, completely agree. So then Tamara and Peggy meet up later. Oh, yes. And, uh, you know, they're ready to give their relationship another chance. Tamara comes out hard with the you just have resting bitch face comment. But she's not resting bitch face. She's doing it unintentionally. Yeah. And and, and she says, don't act like a bitch and you won't, won't get, get the, the face. face. Yeah. Um, they clearly just have personality differences. They're just not. They're not meshing. And I get it. I wouldn't mesh with this bitch either. Well, and then Tamara's like. Tamara thinks that Peggy gets it now, gets, understands, like, the history and that she should not play Peacemaker and she should stay out she of shouldn't. it. But does she? I don't think she does. I don't think Peggy gets much of anything. No, and if she does get it, she's pretending not to. Um, Lydia and Doug are prepping for the race and Lydia just freaks the fu- her kids out. Like, oh, sends them into panic mode. My God. First of all, Doug is a fucking idiot when he's like, oh, mommy's going to jump through fire. And he shows him this picture. It's like people jumping through fire. It looks like hell. It literally looks like hell, especially because they're super uber Christian family. Right. I was like, you are a fucking idiot. I don't know why you have these children. They deserve a better father because you are terrible. Honestly, you say things to them all the time. You don't know how to talk to them properly about sex. You put him in a weird situation in Hawaii. And now you're making him think his mother's going to die. Yes. Like kids are very literal. They're very black and white. It doesn't, they don't start to see the gray areas until much later. So when you say mommy's running through fire, yeah, they're going to get freaked out. Yeah, no, and that's exactly what happens. And it's like awful to watch. I'm like, Jesus. I know. I felt so bad for that kid. And Doug is just laughing in the background. Like, like, why are you crying? Yeah, don't cry. Don't cry. No, you shut up. So then Spartan actually comes. And again, I'm left asking myself why. Why? Mm -hmm. There's mud. Tamara at one point looks like she's going to vomit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Whatever. They do it. Good for them. Right. And then there's like this, this after they finish the cross the line. The montage. Yeah. Well, and then they cross the finish line and you have like Eddie and Tamara in each other's arms and Lydia and Doug are. David is just staring. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a really awkward, uncomfortable stare. Which I know. I was like, wow, that's that's some awkward shit going on there. So I don't think Spartan races happen on Fridays. I think they're weekend thing. Mm-hmm. But they have St. Patty's Day happening at the same time, which was a Friday last year. I just happened to remember that. Right. So um, I don't think these happened on the same at the same time, even though they made it appear like it, it happened it at the same time. Right. 
Um, Shannon, Kelly, Megan, and Nanny Cousin go to celebrate St. <laughs> Patty's Day. They go to some Irish pub. And Shannon wears the same goddamn shirt. Same fucking shirt. It's Same hideous. accent. Don't put the morning to you. Well, I know. I'm like, that is not Irish. You sound stupid. Stop saying it. Stop saying and it. And the shirt looks awful it Ugh. looked awful when she was thinner and in ireland yes. now it's like no, really not good i know i was like no burn it donate it get rid of it and then the one thing i will say is that kelly and megan are wearing like matching val- matching valentinos and they're adorable and i want them well yeah um they just start chugging from the bottle they just go straight to it they're not fucking around um you know the, then they Kelly talks about, you know, Tamara being a brainwasher, and then Shannon talks about Vicky being a brainwasher. Right. And then Shannon, once again, revisits Vicky as the cause of all my weight gain. Which is not the case. Stop saying that. Um, they, they rehash Ireland a little bit. Shannon didn't mean to set up Kelly, which she clearly did. Right. And clearly she, did. She does apologize for it, and they both start apologizing and crying. And it's the whole drunken girl thing. Uh-huh. Know, everyone's good now. They're all good. Right. So then the preview shows uh, that Deco doesn't want Peggy doing shopping in New York. Uh, <laughs> Megan and Vicky have some, you know, conflict. And um, there's some kind of party. And I don't know. There's, there's always a party. There's always a party. So we'll see some. some oh, and Kelly, Kelly and Megan get into it. Because they're all, like, dressed as men as, at this party that I don't oh, understand. Yeah, they and, look atrocious. Yeah, so, and then Kelly calls Megan a bad mom. So we'll see how that plays out next week. Yeah, that's never good. Never <laughs> um, good. Then we move on to Dallas, which is called Face to Two-Face. I gotta say, I'm not connecting with these women. I think they're, I don't know, maybe you need to go back and watch some of season one. Because I, like, I don't know. Like, I watch it and I'm just not taken in by the drama like I am with OC or Beverly Hills or Atlanta you know I'm just not I'm just like eh. I don't know I I like Dallas enough where I mean it's I don't no Potomac it. right it's no <laughs> it's no Potomac I will say that but my uh, interest level and my love is not strong for them but it's nowhere near the distaste that I have for Potomac, for Potomac. Yeah. correct I get it yeah I don't know why I keep saying correct it's it's something I do because, like, sometimes you say right and you're talking about directions. Mm-hmm. And so I try to say correct other than right. Right. And then in, like, a courtroom, it sounds fine. But, like, when you're talking to people, it sounds severe. So I apologize. <laughs> it's all good. Like, correct. That is correct. I've marked it down. Thank you. Aw, she um, thinks I'm correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Stephanie is prepping for this Halloween party. Mm-hmm. She's uh, day drinking, which she claims she doesn't do. But, yeah, clearly is. Come on, everyone, day drinks. Yeah, um, like, just own it. Who cares? It's just, they're going to do a bad romance theme, which initially sounds really cute and yeah, whatnot. Like but the, and when it plays out, it's Next kind of bizarre. Th- yeah. I was confused. So I mean, if you're going to do a bad romance theme, you have to be very specific and get that yeah, shit together. Yeah. I was definitely thinking more like Gaga, dark. Yeah. Like, like the, the video. Yeah. And that's not what came across mm-hmm. um stephanie is not consulting travis on this party though because she thinks uh her throwing this party without consulting him and him buying a multi-million dollar home are equals she thinks that's equal she that's, thinks they're equal now even that, steven that's not equal that's weird i don't no stop it make it stop <laughs> meanwhile we go over to a uh, carrie and zuri who are making cookies i mean carrie's I'll... testing domestic domesticity i <laughs> That's such a funny thing to say, like testing it out, like seeing if it's for her, if the shoe fits, if she's not, she can return it. No, you had the kid, like, yeah, you gotta raise her now. Yeah, raise your kid. And also, there are so many different ways to be a mom these days. You don't have to be the baking of the cookie type mom. Right. You can give your child attention in all kinds of different ways. Well, and then Mark comes home and he's like, I thought you were supposed to have a glass of wine waiting for me. Fuck you. This dinner isn't very big, but that's okay. I had a late lunch. Like, he's so fucking Rude. complaining. Yeah, no, I hate awful. that shit. When he was talking, I was just like, stop it. Who are you? What is this, the 1950s? Have yeah, a glass of wine for so you? so bizarre. And then Cameron and her family go out to the dinner at this Spanish-only restaurant, which is interesting. Right. Because, I mean, I guess in Texas, you have more native Spanish speakers. So, like, mm-hmm. they'd probably have steady business. Of because course. I'm not likely to go to a Spanish-speaking-only restaurant because my Spanish is, like, 
according to Duolingo, 30% fluent. I know. I was not good enough. Like <laughs> That's so funny. I was just doing Duolingo last night before I watched Narcos. Yeah. So I, I haven't touched my Duolingo in probably like a week and a half. So oh. I'm not going to be like, yeah, you know, ready to order and speak fluently in Spanish. No. I, yeah. You're definitely going to be like this girl. But her kid speaks really good Spanish. Well, that's... It's really impressive. Yeah, no, it was impressive. And it was like, man, I really want to get my daughter into Spanish lessons now. Yeah, (laughs) like the younger... It's good to do it young because then they'll Mm -hmm. pick it up and they'll... Like, they're just sponges. So they'll be completely fluent in two languages, which I think is super cool. No, and it's super beneficial, especially living in California. Yeah, so Cameron's still on the pink dog food bet. Bandwagon. Yeah, fuck that shit. I don't like it. It's stupid. It seems like a waste of my life to even hear about it. It is. Um, Brandy and Leanne go to lunch, and they talk about how they received emails or evites to Stephanie's Halloween party, and they're both rather confused on why they're even invited. But Brandy tells Leanne, Stephanie's going to come over tomorrow, and, and Leanne's like, well, what does this mean for you and I? Because again, these are housewives acting like you can't have more than one friend in your life. Leanne will just throw something. I mean, she's crazy. <laughs> she just throws something in someone's face. A chair. Um... Then they flash to Deandra and Jeremy, who are at home making lobster. Ew. And um, lobster's delicious. I okay. Ha- no, I Please. hate. I hate shellfish. Shellfish. It's disgusting to me. I love shellfish. It's uh, delicious. <laughs> they're uh, tarantulas of the sea. Yes, and that's why, like, if you're kosher, you're not supposed to eat them because they're like bottom feeders and disgusting. Yeah, they are. Just- but you know what? I'm not kosher, so live it up. Crabs, lobster, shrimp for everyone. Ew! I can't do it. Can't do it. Um, but, like, in this dinner, you find out, like, Deandra's having a hard time stepmothering, essentially. Like, she doesn't know where the boundaries are. She doesn't know what she should say, what she can say. Right. I'm sure that's difficult, being a step-parent. Um, there's a lot of issues at play when you're a step-parent, so, I mean, that's a legitimate thing. Yeah, and, like, she, you know, she ends up giving, uh, Jeremy's son this duty to go through her closet and sell all her past clothes on ebay and when they get to that point like for first of all how do you expect this kid to know that you're, you have an eighteen thousand dollar valentino dress like how do you expect him to know anything about it right i mean maybe if it was a girl who was up on fashion and stuff this would be something more for the, that child but like you said how He's not into that. He yeah, doesn't and you care. just showed him two dresses that in his mind are the same. And oh, you yeah. And said they were three and five. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, maybe like four. And yeah. she's like 18,000. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. It was so, stupid. And, I mean, the, I feel like we'll probably see more of their difficulties to come. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy and Stephanie finally meet. They have their come to Jesus meeting. Um, so I want to ask the question, why does Brandy always dress like she's in her 60s? She's, like, wearing this weird scarf and this weird, like, blouse. And she looks like she's, like, going to the early bird special. Yeah, I know. Like, it's bizarre to me. There are some housewives that are super hit and miss. Um, And then there's some that are, like, Tinsley, who are just shit all the time. Miss, miss, miss. Miss all the time. And I think that's her. Uh, I think you're probably right. So she brings out this notebook. I was like, oh, man, she's getting deep. She wrote out her... But she never opens the notebook. So it's a little (laughs) bizarre. But... She um, does it just in case she lost her way. Yes. So Stephanie, it comes out that Stephanie has depression at this Father's Day party. She knew she shouldn't have come that day because she was so depressed. And, you know, then they, like, they just start ping-ponging kind of issues they've had with each other. Brandy's mm-hmm. like, my kids got out of school or got kicked out of school and you confirmed that to the press. And, like, Stephanie's like, but you did this to hurt me, and you gutted me, and oh, it's just back and forth. And yeah, at this There's point, clearly hurt on both sides. At this point, I was just like, okay, ladies, shut up. Well, and then they're like, Brandy's like, I wanted to tell you I had a miscarriage. And I was like. That's so depressing. Why are they, why were they so petty that, like, this Father's Day thing or any of this other stuff got in the way of that? That's, like, real life. No, it is real life. And like you said, and she says she has depression. And I think depression is obviously a real issue that many people deal with. Sure. So just fucking talk about it. Yeah. Like, it. hopefully they've talked it out. They, they, they hugged it out. Looks like they're going to be friendly going forward. So we'll see how that plays out, I'm sure, during the season. Leanne goes to her therapist, says she's going to go with Stephanie to Stephanie's Halloween party. Therapist looks very concerned. <laughs> The therapist knows her history. Yeah, like, she is not. She was like, I don't think that's a good idea. 
Um, Deandra and Jeremy are going as Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. That's gross and weird. When I saw that, I was just like, guys, can we come up with something more creative and and less weird? Well, and then she's like, how are you, Mr. President? And Jeremy's like, oh, are you going as Marilyn Monroe? And she's like, she's not a brunette. But that's what I got from when she said that, too. (laughs) She doesn't know which president and which mistress to to reference. I was like, Jesus. I don't know what's happening here. <sighs> like, I don't think that was the point. That's like taking bad romance to like a literal level. Right. And I don't think that's the point of the party. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Like, it's bad romance Gaga style. Exactly. Not so, fucking Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. It's so bizarre. And then, speaking of bad romance, is Carrie and Mark go on the plastic surgery channel? Didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I had no idea that was a thing either. I was like, wait, there's a whole channel dedicated apparently. to this? Apparently. And apparently, I mean, it was just very awkward. The whole thing was very awkward. They're very, like, tense and... I don't know why they have cameras on them 24-7. Like, seriously. Um, so then the Halloween party comes. Uh, Carrie comes just wearing body paint. <laughs> that's... She's just got a scarf cover in her nips. But that's weird. What does that have to do with bad romance? Uh, I don't know. They're the tiger and the, the lion tamer. What um, is... That's not a thing. Yeah, I didn't think it was a thing either. Brandy and Brian come as, like, skeletons. They just come, It's super boring. Like, everything about their costumes was boring to me. And I was like, you, you people bore me. What is that even with bad romance again? I don't know. Cameron comes as a princess. Jesus Christ. These women. These women. Um, and then Leanne comes as Two-Face. And she brings Tiffany, her BFF of last year, who comes as a police officer. That is also not a bad romance. And not Gaga. And you guys are killing me. Mo- I know. It's like, you're killing the, me. The fucking theme of the party just did not translate at all. Right. If she had said bad romance, like, between two off couples. Okay, sure. Harley Quinn that shit up with Joker. Bad romance. Yeah, exactly. That right. would have been cute. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Um, the girls are sitting around talking about pageants. Like, Brandy tells Cameron <sighs> she doesn't need a talent. And that makes Cameron very upset because in her interview she's like, well, you were a stripper. What kind of talent is like? Does it take to be like a stripper? Well, I have seen strippers, and it does they take a talent. They have 100%. to. One hundred percent. They have to move their ass in a certain way, and their bodies. Like that shit is no joke. Yeah, no, it definitely is not. Meanwhile, Mark figures out that Leanne is being Stephanie. <laughs> um, Travis wants to kick Leanne out of the party for being Stephanie. I assume because Mark ran over and tattled immediately. <laughs> like, That's so stupid. Um. Leanne and Stephanie agree to have a come, and Je- come to Jesus moment. Right. Uh, the new girls are like, why is there always drama? Why is Because you're on the housewives. Drama? What are you talking about? But then, like, Deandra talks to, um, is, is talking to Stephanie, and she's like, oh, Leanne is in the wrong. Like, she takes sides immediately. It's, like, very bizarre. This is stupid. And then, like, they're, like, Leanne's talking to Brandy outside about, like, what are we going to do about our relationship? Meanwhile, I think her dress is ripping down the center, like, because it, it's obvious she t- took two dresses and put them together. Right. And it's, like, ripping. There's, like, holes just down the front of her dress. It's so ugly. It dis- ma- it distracted me from, like, their, their what are we going to do about this situation? Well, yeah, because you can't concentrate on words when your body is busting out of a costume. Yeah, so the, the preview showed Deandra and mom drama and that Travis is a dick. And, Shocker. And uh, that Brandy and Cameron are going to have, you know, certain dramas. So... Well, interesting to see where that plays out. Um, it, but that that's that's it. That is it for the Housewives and for our pop culture this week. So we will be recording a special New York reunion only. Yes. So, all New York all the time. So for sure, check that one out too. Thank you for listening to us, guys. Follow us on Instagram, Pretty Vulgar Podcast. And also, do not forget to go subscribe and rate this podcast so we can keep bringing you the gossip and all the drama and judgments that we provide for you. Yes. Do it now. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.